Welcome to Behind the Membership Season 4, Episode 6. And in this episode, I'm talking with Trish Blackwell, a confidence coach and creator of the College of Confidence. Funnily enough, Trish's biggest challenge with her membership initially was actually having the confidence in her ideas and what she wanted to create. Something that she was able to overcome in order to build a thriving membership site that's now been running for over three years and is continuing to grow and evolve. In this episode, we're talking all about how Trish overcame her original doubts, how the membership model has allowed her to three times her private coaching fee while still helping even more people, the challenges of running a business with small children at home and how hiring support for her community was a game changer for her membership. Plus, of course, so, so much more. So let's dive in. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. Today, I'm joined by the one and only Trish Blackwell from the College of Confidence. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Trish. I am really looking forward to talking with you about your membership. Thanks, Kelly. I am, um, I'm, this is the best way to wake up for me. I've got a cup of coffee. You're, uh, gosh, just one of my most inspiring mentors when it comes to membership stuff. So I just, thank you. I'm really excited. Oh, well, thank you. And so if we dive straight in then, could you tell us a little bit about the College of Confidence, first of all? So what kind of membership is it and who's it for? Yeah, so it is a membership for um, faith-based women who want to step out of self-doubt, uh, self-limiting beliefs, overwhelm, busyness, perfectionism, anything that is holding them back and step into um, really their most confident limitless selves. I mean, it's one way we talk about it is it's like the Netflix of um, mindset training. Like if you're uh, your Netflix of your mental workouts for people who realize that, gosh, like my true level of success in life really does start on the inside. It goes from the inside out. So um, yeah, so we are, we are about three and a half years old. Um, and uh, gosh, it's, it's been an amazing journey. The journey of a lot of lessons, and uh, uh, but we we are really. Uh, what's interesting is, um, it's a lot of go getters, high achievers who you like. We all there's so much potential, and we we all have that. That's all of us. And it's like, gosh, why do we get blocked sometimes? And so the College of Confidence helps people get beyond that block. That sounds great. And so, where did the idea to actually create the membership first come from? Yeah. So I have been a a confidence coach for, gosh, I think I'm going on about technically six years, full-time, five years. Um, prior to that, I was a personal trainer um, for a few, for almost a decade. And I, uh, I was transitioning from personal training to my own online business. And I knew I wanted to reach more people, right? And that's why I actually started my own podcast, the confidence podcast. And that was, that was going well, reaching people. I was doing one-on-one. My model was some coaching programs, some like online coaching programs, and then one-on-one, which obviously there's a point that you can't scale that. And also when I went full-time with my own, with my own business, um, it's when I was pregnant. So here I am new full-time business. I left my six figure salary job and I have a newborn and I'm trying to do one-on-one calls. And there was this point where I, and I had some postpartum. So there was this, this, uh, like come to Jesus moment. My husband and I had were like, well, this is just not scalable. Like your one-on-one is great. You're a really effective coach. How, how do you help more people? Right. And the whole point of you leaving 
the fitness world and going into online business was to help more people. Well then like, girl, we only have so many hours in the day, like with nanny or without a nanny. And so, um, the idea started to grow there. I can remember sometimes at the, like on vacations where we would sit down and we would like brainstorm, okay, we could do this college thing. And maybe it's like 101 level and 201 level. And like, we just started brainstorming, but it felt so big that it got put off for two years. Cause I was like, one, I didn't know the tech. Well, two, I was like, I mean, I understood the funnel and how to drive traffic and people, but I had a, had some disappointing sales and experiences from the programs I was selling. So I, I'm like, as a confidence coach, it's kind of ironic that I'm like, well, I didn't have the confidence to do it. But I will tell it for those of you who don't know who I am, like what I do with my work in confidence coaching and know, and know kind of how I coach. I coach on transparency. And I think the key to confidence is that everybody should know that we all struggle with it. So um, I'm very open about the fact that as a confidence coach, I didn't have the confidence to do it like this way. So that is how eventually, and then when I was pregnant with my second child, um, two years later, we were like, okay, like someone's got to give, and this is the best, the best way. So I used that pregnancy to really start the launch. Well, maybe he was a newborn. He was a newborn because we've been going for three and a half years and he turns three in like a couple of weeks. So my math is off, but I'm not a mathematician. So, um, yeah, so that's where it started sort of out of necessity as a, as a, as a mompreneur going, okay, someone's got to give, right. And how do I really help people? Um, I think the other trigger point for me was my, the less my time I had, the more my one-on-one coaching rates increased the price and I was pricing people out. Um, and I had to, and then my heart bled for that because I got into this to help people, right? And so I wanted to offer a product and, and something at, a, at a, a price where people would be like, oh, I could just substitute my coffee every day for that. Like I truly can't afford that. So that was another huge driving factor. Awesome. And so do you still offer one-to-one coaching or other products as well, or is it just the membership now? Yeah, I do. I still have, um, I do about two times a year, I launch a program. Um, and then I do one-on-one coaching. What's interesting, um, is I've cut a very specific limitation on hours. So I'm very select in who I work with. Um, but thanks actually the college of confidence as an option has actually helped me three X my cost on my one-to-one coaching. So now my one-on-one coaching truly has become a high end, um, a high ticket offer. Um, and at that point when it's, it's very easy for me to set aside an hour to work with somebody and my family can arrange for that when it's at that price. And, um, it's been a really good benefit too. I offer my college of confidence students a partial discount on my one-on-one. So it's actually deepened their engagement in the community. Um, and say half of my one-on-one comes from within the college and the other half is from people who are truly like, you know, I don't have time for a membership. I'm not going to log in. And, and I respect that. There are certain things that I, and I'm a member of a lot of memberships. It wasn't until Mike actually was like, here are all the subscriptions that Callie and I have. And I was like, oh, that's a lot. And I went, wait a second. Like you guys, you remember that when you guys were listening on, you <laughs> app to manage. And I was like, Oh, that's ridiculous. And I was like, Oh, hold on. That's me too. Like it was a really aha thing. So I was looking at my, my own subscription behavior obviously is different per thing. So I respect when someone says, Hey, I actually just want that private one-on-one. And so I want to continue to offer that, but that as the, as my time becomes more scarce, that, that price will grow too. So that's been a huge benefit to, to my overall business that I didn't expect that would be a benefit of doing a membership. 
Yeah. So having that low cost offer for people that can't afford those services has allowed you to to really go high end with the actual one to one. And then in total like authenticity and like I can I can truly say, yeah, I want to help you when you and you say, well, here's my coaching rate. And you're like, oh, what? I thought you said you wanted to help people. Like that's, you know, and you're like, but I do. Oh, oh, I have something that's a tenth of the cost of that. Here's like, you're going to get actual personal support from me as well in the College of Confidence. And that is such a, it's like wanting to buy a luxury car. And then someone's like, you're like, or, or you could just drive it. You're like, it's just this, I got good news for you. So that's been a comfortable uh, transition. Awesome. And you mentioned there that you launch a program a couple of times this year as well. Is that linked to the membership or is that completely separate? It is com- right now. It's completely separate. Um, but I'm thinking I might link it. I, and something I might brainstorm with you, with you later. Um, yeah, it's, it's separate. And, but we've had people, uh, go into the launch and then become members or go into launch and then go, no, I want some one-on-one. So, um, I don't know if I'm yet, I'm doing it effectively yet, but what I do, and you know, the more I'm in my own business and, and doing this online, um, journey, it's exciting because yeah, I'm finally at the confidence level where I go, Oh, failure is just feedback. I want to try this and we can always pivot. And so I'm excited about the pivoting potential of those programs. Like right now they're not, I know I'm not maximizing what I can be doing as the, for my overall business plan with them, but I'm excited about what I know I can do. Awesome. And it gives you that starting point. As you say, I, I love the the same failure as feedback because yeah, uh, it, it's, it's a lot of the time you have to fail at something in order to find what really works. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And so can people join the membership at any time or do you run on a launch cycle with that? Man, yes, they can join at any time. Girl, I have the amount of hours I've spent listening. I'm sure like you guys, like I'm fascinated at the, just the two very, very separate schools of thought. Right. And I see the pros and cons of both. And I know people who do both and I love both. And then I realized for, I, I have a pretty high, strong, enthusiastic personality, um, right. On a day basis, I have done some launches and it's not healthy for me. (laughs) I will not sleep. I will do all the things I will disconnect from my family. So, um, my, 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 my long-term vision is truly just evergreen open card all the time with a quarterly, um, a quarterly sort of exciting launch of some capacity. So like right now we're mid, we're mid, uh, we're doing a 14 day challenge and inviting non-members in. And that's so like sort of a trial, with potential for upgrade. And that, um, that, that, that two week period I can do. Um, but I'm, my personality doesn't, I've learned, I've learned the good lesson that it doesn't work well for me. Um, and then I, one thing I loved about you guys is that I could just join at any time as a consumer. Um, my experience with you gave me a lot of confidence and I liked that feel. Um, and that really, that really solidified my decision in, in how I was moving forward with the college confidence. Awesome. And I think what you said there about understanding how you work and what works for you is so important as well, because it doesn't matter if somebody tells you that this is the one way to do it. If it doesn't work for your personality or for for what's best for your members, then it's not going to work for you in the long run. Yeah. And I will add, I actually, so some of my one-on-one clients, I, I coach a lot of entrepreneurs, writers, um, athletes, leaders, some really high achievers on how to get to the next level. And I have, um, I have one particular client who works, who, who is a launch coach for, um, and has been, has been a part of multi, a multiple multi-million dollar launches. 
and I've heard her chaos and worked with her on the, on just the life coaching element of like, okay, I need you to sleep. I need you to say hi to your husband. Like, and, and I, I, anyways, I've seen the really deep inside and I was like, whew. <laughs> and it's like supposed to last a year. Like I just saw like a good look and I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's not for me. And I have that. Ooh, I love to work a little too much. And I just, I also want to live and I want, I want to remember why I do my business in the first place. Awesome. So what would you say has been your biggest challenge with the membership over the last few years? You know, it's so, I love this question because it's going to be like, it's going to be sound like an oxymoron. I think my biggest challenge was my confidence at the beginning. I had, I was so lacking again, oxymoron because I run a, my whole membership is on confidence, but I wasn't confident that it would work for me. I wasn't confident wrapping my mind around, yes, I'm going to get my first 50 members and that's going to become a, uh, you know, a hundred and that now really believing for that thousand mark. Like it's getting my my confidence in the vision of what I know is possible. Um, and really that was learning to, to reframe like what we talked about with failure is feedback. And that, especially in this business, something that somebody does is going to work brilliant for them. And that we could, we could literally just copy the same thing and it's not going to work for us. And that's just, just how the cookie crumbles. And so I think I've learned to go, um, like you, well, what you guys shared with that retain, that's that it's a marathon of like really, joining, joining the Academy was huge for me in, in realizing, okay, it's just a marathon. This is, there's no right, there's no right way to do this. That gave me the confidence to go, oh my gosh, I, I thought I just, well, I'm going to give it a try up. Oh, didn't work as well as I thought. I guess I, something's wrong with me or I'm no good at tech or whatever it might be. And so that, that lack of confidence at the beginning, it's so refreshing for me to remember because I can then go, okay, look how far you've come. And, and before I think it was just like, well, let's try this in my business. And now this is the core of my business. And so there's a big mental shift there. And so I'd love to know with that kind of challenge of, of confidence, how long did it actually take you to get the membership up and running from having the idea? So I know you mentioned you kind of originally thought about it and there was kind of a couple of years where you yeah. around, but once you kind of definitely decided this is what I'm going to do, how long was that process for you? I would say probably six months. It was probably like a six month process. And the, and the ch- more ch- most challenging part for me was my, um, my tech, my tech team, so to speak, is a overworked, um, friend of mine who has a very uh, demanding family and also a full-time job. So it was a lot of it was waiting on the website and that, and that end. And where I think I could have accelerated it was just go, all right, I, when there is something to be said of like, I'm going to go all in, I want to pay 10 times more than I'm paying my friend. And I'm just going to go like, you know, you burn your ships. I'm going to hire this, this designer and we're going to turn this around in a month versus six months. So that was a lesson. That's what I would do differently in the future. <clears throat> but six months. And I had, Kelly, I had a really solid email list. And so what's so funny is I tiptoed my way in and I started with, you know, a solid number of members. Like I had a lot of yeses and I was, yet I was still discouraged. And so for me, the process was breaking the comparison. I had to break like, well, they're doing this. Why are they, you know, why is it? I've learned in to be a successful membership owner that your membership's going to look, it's like a, it's like your little community. It's going to be different period. And so to not compare, to not expect to be perfect. I had, oh, oh, I cannot tell you how much you guys have helped me with understanding that churn is part of life. That when churn would happen, I would like cry. I mean, I would take, cause it's, it's so personal to me. Like this is confidence coaching. It's life coaching. So when somebody would cancel, I was like, they think I'm terrible. 
they don't like me. And so I had a lot of work to do on, no, that's actually statistically speaking, like you, you just, we need to anticipate and expect it. So I think that was, that was a really important part of the process. I just had to live it. I had to, to grow with that. So if those have been the challenges for you, what's been your favorite thing? What's made it all worthwhile? Oh my gosh. Well, consistent, you know, revenue. <laughs> That's like that. I, that is that automated. It's that. And then when you, when I do get um, it, like the, when my, my marketing and my, my plans are going well, and you see this, just giving yourself a raise, giving yourself a raise for doing the same amount of work. That is extraordinary. Um, and then, but the, that's from the financial side, exciting. And also I think my favorite part is knowing the potential. I know you and I were messaging about like, okay, where I can go next. And I'm like, I actually now really see that. And I'm seeing, I are, and we're, we're creating our systems. And I mean, I'm, I'm really next leveling it and I've got my team and my systems now I now I understand oh yeah I can scale and we can 10x this and I and I and I really believe that I see it happening right I mean that is exciting so that's my favorite part but then like we had a call last night with you know 35 members um for one of our live masterminds and it was it just made me sit back like didn't fall asleep because I was so excited about people's wins. Like I, and they were just, and you guys see that, that engagement of members and community. Like I sign off. I'm like, I love you guys. I'm like, Oh my gosh, should I be telling people I love them this much? I'm like, yes, in a pandemic world, we need to all be telling people we love them. <laughs> like, but it's like, I truly love seeing the connection and the breakthroughs. Like it's, it's becoming, it's truly becoming community that I want it to be. And that's, it's just so deeply intrinsically rewarding. I love that. And so while we're on the topic of community then, how do you run that community? What kind of community does the membership include? Yeah. So the membership includes um, live calls. We do, we do, typically we're doing two to three. Now we're doing four in the world of COVID, just trying to show up a little bit more. Um, So four per month. Um, And then we do, we have a Facebook group. We have an on so we we spend some time experimenting with an actual forum within embedded within the College of Confidence, um, and then we there also Facebook. Our Facebook group is incredibly dynamic, super engaged, super people posting all the time. Um, and I tried to migrate them back to like the forum, and they're just not biting. Like they just don't care. So um, I would like to say for for the record, officially we have both methods, but is you know, it's it's Facebook, um, and so. And the Facebook right now, we've got, I've got two main community members. I've got my main community manager and my executive assistant who helps um, moderate, make sure everyone answers. We have a, a policy that you will get support with an, an answer within 24 hours. So one of us, and then we have another girl who is our um, chief encourager, so to speak. So we call her a chief encourager and she's also in there. And that, that, was a, that was really helpful for me to get a team engaged because I was missing things and, I, and people were falling through the cracks. And, you know, and I really want people to know that they are not a number, that they are truly, they are, they, <clears throat> they are an essential part of our community. And so we, to get that feel, we've got to be engaged with them. So um, I could, I'm so thankful for those two girls who I brought onto the team. Yeah. I love that term, chief engager. Um, so with those team members for the community, were they people that you brought in from the community itself? Were they people already you knew? How did you go about hiring them? Yeah, there were people I brought in from the community, which was um, just uh, just a gift, right? And it wasn't on my... I just... 
I love people who say, I think I could help you. Like that first, the first person <clears throat> said, I would love to, to work for you. I'd love to be your assistant. Can I, how can I help? And of course, when you haven't brought on help in that capacity, you're like, no, no, it's okay. And it takes some time. It takes some overcoming of like, well, I guess I could outsource this and I could outsource this. And I gotta be honest, Kelly, I am not a lazy person, but I am lazy when it comes to, oh, well, I got to do a loom and teach you how to do this. And then like, and you're like, oh my goodness, Trish, like it's 15 minutes of tedium to free you from 15 hours a week in the future. Just do it. So like, you know, the onboarding of somebody that actually probably kept me back for six months. And so I bit the bullet and finally that now I'm like, anytime I'm like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do this task. I'm like, don't do it, girl. Like I have to like pep talk myself. So um, the first she started that and the other one came from within. Um, and then of course I have a virtual assistant who, um, we, I sought out to do some of the other, the other stuff. Um, so that, so cumulatively it's, it's been kind of a, a combination, but mostly internal. Awesome. And so <clears throat> what else are you doing to help retain members and keep them happy? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, um, we're playing around, we're experimenting, having our chief engager and chief encourager. She is, um, she is tasked with coming up with ideas. So, um, on our Asana page, we are constantly the, um, the th main three of us are constantly going, well, what if we did this? And what if we did this? And so right now we're doing, um, member student spotlights. And so student spotlight, they are applying. And basically the idea is we want to hear, I celebrate, not only just the breakthrough, we, we really, we, we celebrate people's champagne moments, but we believe that they're micro milestones. We measure real success. It's like a marathon, like you said, when you said, and I'm a marathon runner. So when you said memberships are a marathon, I'm like, preach. Yes. Right. Like that really resonated. So I want people to know confidence is a marathon, changing your life, increasing your happiness, whatever your goal is getting the next job is a marathon. So we, so we, for our members, our student spotlight, we have people apply. And then my, my girl, she goes to the applications and it's great because we get great testimonials that way as well. Um, and we can, and then, um, they get, when we highlight them, we do this once every six weeks and they get highlighted. They get to do a live IG uh, coaching with me. So they know the value of what that is. The thing is they have to be willing to do it publicly, right? Like it's not just public within the college of confidence, but that's, and then that we've been using that to market. I want people to see me on screen with somebody saying, well, what about this? Like this here, an actual insight of what is it like to be a college confidence member? So they get that. Um, and then they send them on Amazon. I think everyone can shop on Amazon, right? So an Amazon gift card, and then they get a, a check-in call with our, our chief encourager. So they would do that like two months later. So that's been really re well received. Um, we do a monthly champagne moments thread where, where, where we are like, if you if you get a win, I don't care how big or small it is you writing it down. So we're doing a lot of that engagement. Um, we're doing random giveaways right now. We've got an action challenge where we're, we're showing up live and doing more things with more specific, you know, set workbooks. And, um, I'm doing more like random Facebook lives for them. Um, we've done, uh, gosh, some like buddy, buddy accountability things, matching members up. Um, one thing we haven't done that I'm excited to do, especially when it is, I know if people might be listening later, but in the time of COVID that we're in right now, um, 
I want to do a happy hour. I want to, and you guys did that, right? I'm yeah. taking that idea and I wanted to show up, but I didn't. So believe me, even if, even if your members don't show up, doesn't mean that they don't love it and that they appreciate it. And they're like, oh man, I love what, I love this membership. I'm in, even though I'm not participating in the things I love, it still builds value. I experienced that from you and said, okay, so if I offer this, what does that look like? And how am I going to do that? So we're going to keep playing around with those ideas. And I, I think for me, the biggest, um, step forward in that was not putting all the pressure. It wasn't Trish needs to come up with these ideas. It was team Trish can come up with these ideas. Right. And that has just been, I think it's been a big turnaround for me in the past year. I love that. And so if that's how you're kind of looking after members and getting members engaged, what are you doing to actually get new members in the door? What's working for you when it comes to marketing? Yeah. For me, marketing right now is the, the, the smoothest part, um, of our funnels, probably from my, my podcast. And so, um, the conference podcast, I've, I've been doing it for six years and, um, I would say most consistently that is where, um, people come from. Uh, what I'm seeking to do better in the future is to really drive and we're, and we're driving, we're doing webinars um, and they are working. Um, but I need to drive more traffic to them. So trying to very get detailed into the analytics of it, which is not where I thrive. So I finally, Callie, I've hired somebody. I finally hired somebody to help me with this. So we're in the process of rolling that out. I'm excited that in the next few months, there should be some change in that, but we're, we're so really driving very specific call to actions from the podcast, um, posting all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time on social media, right? Like, and I, if you looked at my social media, you would probably go, she loves social media. I don't, I don't, <laughs> but I do it cause I know it works. Right. So, um, but that, so that's been actually this Instagram. I mean, you hear it and people say it, but it does, it works. Like it's tedious, um, but it, it, I, I've gotten some really, really great conversations um, happening that is within the DMs that people are like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go right over and join. And you're like, is that easy? Is that easy? So that has been really taking my Instagram more seriously. Um, so that has been a, a good shift. And I tell you, I, I, I forgot about how effective Facebook lives are for me. I got lazy girl. I got lazy. Cause I got lazy. Cause I, we had just, you and I were talking, we just moved the house we were in before my office wasn't very private. And I, with a two year old and well, that then two year old and four year old, like, and a dog who barks at squirrels, it's like, you going to Facebook live is almost, is, you're going to be ridiculed because it's just going to be one minute of something good and then nothing effective. Right. So, um, I, our new house now has a door that closes for my office. Right. And so I, I am, I'm showing up more. I'm already seeing more engagement and more people going, Oh, you know what? I've been wanting to join the college confidence. So, um, I think, yeah, just, just consistent, effective use of social media has been really good. And then our webinars, when I, when I drive the traffic properly, bonkers, it's great. So got some work to do on doing better driving to the traffic, but that's what, I guess, like going back to what we said, that's, what's exciting about a membership is you can, can you see where you can grow and make it, make it better. So that's what I'm going to do. I need to just dig in and do it. Yeah. And I think from, from the outside looking in, one of the things I think from seeing your social media and things like that is that your personality is so important in terms of members connecting with you and getting to know you and feeling comfortable in joining the membership. And I think you do a really good job of how you do use social media for that, like, and, and just how you do promote your membership on social media. I think you do a great job of that. You're a great example. Well, thank you. Thank you. I think for, you know, talking to the, I didn't have the confidence 
to say this. I didn't want to talk all the time about the College of Confidence. You, you know what blew my mind? It was about a year ago, Callie, that somebody said, Trish, I, you're, you're like, quote, your podcast is life. I spend every morning binge listening to shows or you, I mean, like it was something in the extent, it was like a, it was like the listener who's like, I'm in all the way. I'm, I'm, I'm the confident, like, I, I want to work with you. How do I work with you? And I was like, well, join the college confidence. Oh, what's that? And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally mentioned the college of confidence probably five times randomly, you know, and fluidly, like not annoyingly, but fluidly through the podcast all the time. It's in my emails. Yet this supposedly mega fan was like, oh, 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 well, maybe I should do that. And that was my big aha. That was my big aha that finally gave me the courage to go, okay, you're going to talk about this until you blew in the mouth and like the cows come home because people, you think you're saying it a lot and you're never saying it quite enough. That was, that was, that was business changing for me. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing and a, and a really important point that, yeah, you can think you're talking about it too much, but there'll still be somebody who, as you say, is a mega fan, but doesn't actually oh, you, know. <laughs> you have a membership? Like, oh my gosh. It gives you courage though to go, okay, looks like I got to keep doing it. Yeah, definitely. And so something you mentioned um, earlier in the call was that you're doing a 14-day challenge at the moment, which I think you said um, you're kind of doing it as a trial for the membership. So is that something where you've opened it to the public, but it's taking place inside the membership? Correct. Yes. So the past challenges I've done have been really effective. Um, uh, no, you know what? They've been quasi-effective. Let me tell you, let me say that because I've I've gotten engagement. I've get I've we've done it through a free Facebook group. It's a great lead generator. But my conversion for members for members at the end, uh, I mean, it's, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I know it can be. So I thought, well, what if I? This is my attempt to go. What if I switched it? And so we, it's one dollar for fourteen days um, to get to get members to get people to go here. You get all access, and then I threw in. Um, $400 more of bonuses. So not only do you get the challenge, not only do you get access to, you know, gosh, we have 40 something courses in the college, you know, like you get everything, which of course I don't want to overwhelm people, but like you get all access plus these $400 bonuses, plus what you actually want, the action challenge, and you can just cancel, right? So we are, um, today's the last day for people, like as we record, today's the last day for people to, to enroll in this. So I'm excited to see how it how it goes. So far, the people who signed up have been super engaged. So, and this is also the first time I've had a challenge where I have team Trish, so to speak, helping engage these people. So I'm excited to kind of see what that's going to look like. Awesome. I look forward to hearing from you how that goes. Um, So when it comes to the actual membership itself, so you mentioned courses there, and obviously we've already talked about the community side. So if somebody joins the membership, what do they receive a, first of all, when they first join and then on an ongoing basis. Yeah. So they receive, when they first join, of course, there's an onboarding sequence of welcome. They get, um, they get a, a Bongiorno video from me. They also get one from our community manager. Mine's a few minutes, like two minutes. Hers is like five to 10 or not five, but like all the details of like, look, we don't want you overwhelmed. Here's what we, here's where we're just going to lay the land out for you and help. And like, we care about you. Um, and then they will, there's an automation sequence that goes the whole onboarding to make sure they feel comfortable to suggest courses, to suggest where to start, to explain how we train our brain, how we can turn around a thought, how you can, you know, we kind of teach the general. Um, and then we, uh, within the ongoing, there's a, well, there's a new member course. So we direct them to a new member course. We, um, 
thanks to the Academy, I've learned that the value of a roadmap. So we have a roadmap and we have a course generator. And that was, you helped me with some of the ideas of how to get that going. And it's been really, really well received and very helpful to, Hey, if you want to specifically work on your body confidence or you want your career confidence, like you enter that in and here we're going to this push the magic button and you're going to get your list of what your agenda should be. And so, um, so we've got, so every six weeks we release a new course, I would say ongoing, we release a new course every six weeks and we have a quick win course, like a micro course every probably six weeks as well. So also, so every three weeks, there's new content of some capacity coming out. Of course we have the community. Um, and then we have a whole resource vault. So basically what I took was my three years of business before here, took all the products, I had CDs and this, you know, and this is it. Okay. We're going to lump them in and just give them away. So there's somebody could get lost in those and and in, 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 in a good way. Um, we have a section where someone's like, well, I just know I'm like, because we have so many people that come in and we've got people who have like crazy amounts of confidence to just go want to go to the next level. And we've got people that base. And that's been one of my challenges. I think you and I talked about that at, um, at Retain was how do I, how do I market to both and how do I serve both? And I mark, I want to market to the higher, but when someone comes in lower or mid that I have a new section that has the resources to go, here are the basics. You need the basics? Don't worry about this stuff. Come start here. So we're, we're working on that on really directing members of where to, because it's a lot just there's just so many places to go we don't want them to feel lost so um and then of course we do live calls so live calls mass runs and sometimes the we alternate live calls or open q a ask me anything or um it's 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 a like here's the theme i'm gonna coach you i'm gonna live coach for 30 minutes and then we're open up q a about that specific topic right or i might say hey here's a challenge if you're willing to share let's talk through your scenario so that that has been helpful to add some variety in the way the life coaching goes to awesome so you're offering a lot there and something you mentioned a couple of times was kind of if people want to focus on this kind of confidence or that kind of confidence because i would imagine you do have people confidence is such a huge subject like i'd imagine you have people with all different aims and goals so is that challenging kind of having that very varied membership base very hard and i've tried you know i spent one whole year um, it was a year and a half, one last, last year where I actually said, all right, okay, I'm going to split the membership. I'm going to have three tracks you can enroll in and they're going to be smaller price points. And you can either go social confidence, self-confidence or career confidence. And then, or you could get the whole shebang, right? You can come in and do all access at the current price. Callie, it was so confusing for people. It was so confusing. I thought, I mean, I, I just knocked this out of the park. It's going to be brilliant, right? Especially because the price point dropped and that, but it was, it, it was a night, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare for me. Cause I was anyways, cause they, they, I always have people emailing me back and forth for days over, well, I don't know which track to take. I need, I, I can't afford all three, but I don't know if I need more social confidence or body confidence. And you're like, Oh no, just pick one, just pick one. So that was a good lesson to me to go, okay, well that, you know, if you confuse, you lose. And I was confusing people. So I think my biggest challenge has been how to not confuse people. And I'm still working on it. We're reworking the sales page now, um, trying to clean it up, pare it down and just really, really say like, wherever you are here, 
here are the fundamentals. And I, in my private coaching business, like I mentioned, I've worked with some people in Hollywood. I've worked with some Olympic athletes. I work with million dollar CEOs. Like those are high achieving confidence, but the, the tools and the strategies and the mindset skills that we do, I do with those clients are the same thing that I, I use for a client who comes in and just says like, I kind of feel like a wallflower. I don't like speaking in public or something like, you know, very extreme. I'm actually, I realize I'm actually coaching them on the same things. And so what I'm starting to do, I think that's helping simplify and clarify is here are the confidence fundamentals. Here are the foundations of being a confident person. If you're, you start here, if you're not journaling, if you're not doing like, these are the, these are the, the habits of basically habits of highly effective people, right? Like, and uh, let's start, let's talk about habits. Let's talk about consistency. I'm going more conceptual and then trying to create more specific courses too. Here's, if you have this specific need, this course is for you. If you have this specific need, this course is for you. So we're getting there. We're not where we need to be, but we're definitely making progress. That sounds great though. And I think it's great that you tested that option of actually getting people to pick as well, because at not least now great. you know. <laughs> not feel great testing it. <laughs> <laughs> it was an expensive re- it was an expensive lesson but a good one I was gonna say at least at least you haven't got that at the back of your mind now though of well what if I did this what if I did separate products what if I did xyz you can kind of cross that off the list <laughs> yes exactly Something I noticed on your sales page as well, when I was having a little look before the call is that you mentioned on there, you give a percentage of your income to charity, which is, I love that. So is that something you've always done or did that start once the membership became more established? Uh, So we started, um, we just started this in the past, uh, really in the beginning of 2020. And I don't know how much it resonates with people, but for me, it's important that people know that that's that's the core of what I want to do with my business. I want to, I, I want to be able to give away a million dollars. Like that's the big dream. Right. And so if I just, it, it's just wanted people to know that's my heart behind my business. Um, we, with confidence, it, the charity in particular I picked was, is a anti-human trafficking charity. And so like that concept of freedom really resonates with me. And I feel that when someone's like freedom and I have a tattoo that says freedom, right? That's like not, not tatted up, but I got this tattoo that says freedom. And I, cause I think when, when you have confidence, you're free, like that's, you're free to be yourself. Like there's freedom that comes with the, your potential and all these. So the, the concept of freedom, I want it. I did a lot of thinking for, about like, well, I want, I love this charity. How do I really pick one to make sure this part of my business is aligned with? And that when I realized, oh, freedom, that could resonate. And I want people feeling good about the investment that they're making. It's freeing themselves and they're helping free people who are, who are stuck in, in, in human trafficking and, and slavery. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. And I love that, you know, it's always nice when you can give back to causes you're passionate about anyway, but the fact that you've kind of made it front and center as part of your mission as well, then I really love that. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk life as a membership site owner. Now we've already mentioned that you do have some team members helping you. Do you have a fixed routine when it comes to kind of your, your daily, weekly, monthly tasks, or do you kind of fly by the seat of your pants essentially? (laughs) Second one, but good news, good news. We're not doing that anymore. Um, yeah, I definitely saw, uh, was flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, honestly, uh, I just felt like it was out of necessity, but I was 
it's, I'm, I was, I was using it as an excuse. Well, I'm a mompreneur, my kids sleep and you know, lack of sleep. It was just, you never knew what to get. And so, um, when I realized for me to go next level, I need to treat this next level. And so that's when we incorporated more with Airtable and Asana and systems and, um, Oh, it's tedious. It's tedious. I'm having my, my girl go through every, Processy, like we are outlining it and videoing it, and it's it is not sexy, but it is sexy because it's going to take us far. Um, so no, so now and so now, especially now that I've got well, I've got five people total that now we see all the tasks, and I gave them visibility to see my tasks. I gave myself deadlines for specific cre- content creation and check-ins, and oh my gosh, like and Callie, when I say I've like this is in the last. 15 days. So this is so new, but even in doing this the last two weeks, I already feel my, my stress level has gone down. My confidence about where, how we can move this, how I can improve has already gone up and I'm still kind of like fumbling as I go with it. So I'm really excited about the, the structure. And I, it's so funny because it took me this long to realize this, but I, um, I, I would say that my success of my podcast, the only reason my podcast was successful is because I, when I started, I said, okay, every Tuesday I will release, release the show, no matter what I will release the show every Tuesday. That, that made sense to me. It was, consi- it was like very clear. I told people publicly, it's amazing what simple systems of like, I will do this every Tuesday or this every six weeks. Like, and now I'm finally doing that with a membership and I'm <laughs> kind of thinking, well, it took a lot, took you a couple of years to put that together, but here I am. At least I'm learning. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think initially at first as well, you kind of have to to get more of a feel for what you are doing in the membership and stuff before you can put lots of routines and processes around it though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you for making me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd love to know, I know you, you've mentioned it a couple of times, you've got young children. Yeah. So how does the membership work around them? Yeah. So that's, that was, that was a big challenge. The membership for me, well, like for instance, last night, my husband was where is out of, well, he's not out of town, but he's working evenings in a week for some, a, a very unusual reason. So he was out of the house last night from uh, 6 PM to 3 AM. And so that bedtime, that that's all the things. And so, but I had a live call. I had a live call with my members. And so I did have to push it back. It was supposed to be a specific time when he would have been there. Um, and so, Hey, and also non COVID world, I would have had an Annie. I would have a babysitter. This is also very kind of a unique season. So, cause where I live in Virginia, we were in a hot spot. So everything's pretty still locked down. So I had to put my kids to bed but then just hope and pray that they didn't, they didn't start screaming or they didn't get out of the rooms and come down and interrupt my call with 50 people. Right. So that was risky. That felt risky. So of course there's this flexibility, but it kind of was fun because it kind of gave me a rush. I'm like, let's see if this works, you know, <laughs> let's see. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I'm a morning person. Um, so for me to do a live call at 9 PM, my time was really like, I ate during coffee at eight o'clock. And that's because I, I want to always show up. So like I have to make some of those modifications. A lot of times I'm waking up at five to, um, to get some of my content planning out and, 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 and that, um, the other thing for me, um, again, it looks very different when I have a full-time nanny or uh, we had structured preschool, but you know, school, it, things are up in the air. We don't even know if school's happening this year. My daughter's supposed to go to kindergarten. It's just so uncertain. So, um, I'm like, crazy about nap times. Like my five-year-old doesn't nap, but she stays in her room. Like she knows, like, you know, so there's certain things. And even if I'm not the, the, I think the blessing of trying to do this with kids is, um, the stuff that you have to do. And if you don't feel like you don't have the luxury to go, I'll wait till I feel like it. I'll wait till I'm inspired. 
if they're watching their 20 minute learning cartoon, I'm like, okay, go girl, girl, it's time go. So I've learned that quick flip of you need to go hop in that Facebook group and, and do a live and do 10 things. And just doesn't matter if your hair doesn't look good. doesn't matter if you brush your teeth today, just go. Right. It's like, so you kind of, it's good because I, I, it forces me to take action even when it's not convenient. Um, am I looking forward to them being in school and a little bit older? So I don't have to do that. Oh yeah. But it's a good skill set I'm learning. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so overall then, what impact would you say having the membership has had on your life and business so far? It's, it has changed my business. It has given me core confidence in my business. I mean, really in what I know I can make my business, what I know is possible. And you guys have shown me that. And, and so, and, and also I think what gives me that courage is like, oh, when I have a question, I don't have to figure it out on my own. I now have people. I now have a community of the academy that I can go ask. I can go ask you. Like that has been life changing for me. Um, but knowing, so knowing that I can grow my business this way, but also, so it's the excitement of what I can be able to provide for my family. Um, we really enjoy international travel as even with young kids and that's really important to us. And so the whole goal is to be able to be location independent and to retire my husband. And I do believe that I can retire him. Um, and so kind of formulating that game plan and, um, and then also I think for me, it's the, 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 the deep soul stuff of knowing I am offering people something that everybody can afford. I just, it breaks my heart when people are, well, I wish I could get help, but I can't. Or people who want to go get therapy, but they're like, but I don't have insurance or in the States we have insurance problems. Other people might not, but <laughs> that's some messed up systems. So there's so many people that want to do something, want help, want change, want support or just a cheerleader. And they're just, they've, they've, they're, they've been marginalized so much because of a financial situation. So the, the joy I have, I feel like my business actually serves the world because it, I made something affordable that, that most people that typically would be very high priced. I love that. And so is there anything that you actually wish you'd known earlier or that you'd do differently if you were starting again? Um, I'm not trying to promote what you guys do, but I wish I had known about you two years earlier because <laughs> I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed and I didn't have the, the, the big aerial vision of what, what really is possible, what's normal, um, to not personalize churn. And I wish I'd had just more confidence sooner to go, look, there's, there's no judgment. There's no failure. Try things. Just try, try things. I think I was doing that but I wasn't going with like total boldness. So I think I had wish I had been just a little bit more bold and, uh, and done some of the mindset work around, yeah, girl, you can do this. Why not you? Right. A little bit sooner. And actually you have mentioned a couple of times about the confidence issue early on. Was yeah. there a particular point at which things tipped for you and you were like, actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm good. This is, this is good. This is the right thing. This is, this is what I'm doing now. After I got one full year of, of content, I mean, and I think, I think Callie for me really was, and this is encouraging, hopefully somebody who says, well, I don't have this great setup or I can't because young kids, or I don't even have an office. I think the reality is that where we were living before, um, it really was half less than half the amount of space. I truly did not have an office. Some of my live calls, I, I would find a field and sit in it while my kids were at a babysitter or I did calls at Starbucks. I mean, the, the professional level of like, ah, oh, but people kept showing up and I was like, okay, well, you know, you hear the cars going in the background, but you're still showing up. I mean, I was recording my podcast, but I was doing those at like four or 5 a.m. It just became, you know, so I think, I think it was exciting to go, if you can do this with kind of subpar conditions and you do it for a year and most people stay, right? 
I've got, I still have, most of my original members are still members. And you're like, okay, first there, that's feedback. Take the feedback and now leverage it. Um, yeah. So I, I think, um, I think that was, that was exciting to go. Okay. The confidence changed when you said, Oh, I can keep doing this. I think I was wondering when it started, what if you run out of ideas? Right. And it's funny. Cause like, I have not run out of podcast ideas. I clearly like to talk. Like, why do we think that sometimes I think it's learning. I had to learn that, that first year taught me to trust myself. Awesome. I think, yeah, I think that's such an important point about trusting yourself there. And, and yeah, just, I love that you might not have felt confident the whole time, but you kept going and you kept yes. trying things. You kept doing it essentially to get to that point where, yeah, you could have that. Well, confidence. I like that you said that because one of the things I teach us is, and it's cause I, I did it because I'm, this is the a confidence principle. You don't have to feel confident. You just need to do confident. You just have to keep doing. If you keep doing, you will be confident. So I knew that. And so I implemented that and then it worked. Like it works y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah, you kind of your own case study there as well. Which I am awesome. my own case study. <laughs> sure. That's a great way to say it. I am my own case study. Yeah. yeah. And so last question, as we start to wrap up then, I'd love to know what your goals are for the College of Competence moving forward. Where, where would you like to be in 12 months time, say? Ooh, I want to 4X my membership, 4X my number of members. We've talked about that. Um, and I, I have a plan. So I'll tell you more about that later. I'm very excited about just, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm like, I'm excited to try things. Let's see if this works. And let's see, if, like, um, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited about how do I get, it's my job, it's my professional obligation. If I truly want to change people's lives through this membership, it's my obligation to care less about my own ego or what people might think and get in front of people, right? And just offer them, a, offer them as an opportunity. Um, so yeah, I want, I want to, I want to 4X the, the number of members. Um, and I, I want a long-term plan on how to take that, um, and grow it to five. I want to get to, I want to get to five to 10,000 members. And I really, really see that as a possibility. Um, and I, I'm, I would love to bring my, my, I think a big goal in the next two years is that my two main girls, I want to employ them full-time. I want to employ them full-time at rates that I would be, I would want them proud of, right? That's, I love them. Like they, they've changed my business for me and I, I want them to be full-time. That sounds awesome. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to helping you and watching you hit those goals as well. Um, so if someone wants to check out the membership, where's the best place for them to do that? Yeah, best place is collegeofconfidence.com. Super awesome. Super simple. <laughs> nice and easy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Trish. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And yeah, as I said, I'm really looking forward to helping you hit those goals as well. Thank you, Kelly. Likewise, this has been a great way to start my day. that's all for another week thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed trish's story and the great insights that she shared i love that trish has embraced a test and see approach rather than being tied to specific ideas or scared to make changes as she says failure is feedback and while there have inevitably been things she's done like trying to sell different membership tracks that haven't worked many of her ideas and tests have paid off well or paved the way for even better things Trish has big goals for her membership and I have no doubt that she's going to achieve them. If you want to hear more from Trish, then visit collegeofconfidence.com or head to themembershipguys.com slash btm38 to find all of Trish's links as well as the transcript and show notes for this episode. That's all from me for this week. Thank you once again to Trish and I'll be back next time with another episode. Music.